Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome everyone to the All In Podcast Show. I am excited to introduce you to Colin Morgan, uh, who is a veteran podcaster as well. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to hear his story and his journey and how he got to where he uh, where he's at today. And uh, Colin, welcome to the show. Daniel, thanks so much for having me, man. Appreciate it. I'm excited to have you here. So, so um, I always kind of like to start here. Um, I always like to hear a little bit of your backstory, like uh, around where you started. You know, where you kind of grew up. A little bit about your history before you got to where you're at today. All right, long story, but let's go. Uh, small town Canadian kid, grew up in Canada my whole life. Uh, father was an entrepreneur, mother was an entrepreneur, grew up in a very entrepreneurial family, as you can imagine. Uh, so from a young age, instilled in me was the ability to, uh, it was the ability for me to do what I wanted. I didn't have to follow a traditional path. Uh, from a very young age, uh, sports was the one thing that uh, I excelled in. And that was truly the thing I'd wanted to do up until I was about 24 years old. I'm 30 now. Uh, so six years ago, that changed. But um, I was a multiple sport provincial champion here in Canada. Uh, for people in the US, those are, those are like equivalent to state championships. Mm -hmm. um, so I had uh, scholarship offers, ended up going to a university for on a full ride golf scholarship, played for two years, uh, turned professional, uh, played some uh, professional golf out in Arizona, Florida, where you are, Daniel, uh, here in Canada. And then uh, slowly over time, I kind of realized that, you know, my passion for, for golf was kind of fizzling. And, uh, you know, when, you're, when your passion fizzles for something, so does your work ethic. And the minute you stop uh, pushing yourself 100% and, and as the show titles, the minute you're not all in, the minute things are over. And I recognize that. And, uh, you know, there was a period of time, two, two three years transition period out, out um transitioning out of becoming a professional athlete was super difficult for me. Uh, tried a whole bunch of different jobs, failed. I was lost for a long time, but uh, eventually I came in, I started working with my, my father and uh, he kind of taught me the ropes on what it would take to, to become an entrepreneur. And uh, since then I've kind of followed that path and uh, I live a, I live a lifestyle. I would call myself a lifestyle entrepreneur. First and foremost, I believe that I match what I do with how I want my life to, to look. And, and how I want my days to go. And that's, uh, that's kind of truly where I am. So in a nutshell, that's kind of a bit of a rundown. Right. So, so from where we'll get into where you're at today, but like from where, you know, that, that journey from once you made that decision to go down the entrepreneurial path and transition out of golf, right. And to mm -hmm. finding what it was you're truly passionate about, what was the, um, you know, what was the journey like? Was it, was it, you know, it was, I think from the perspective of like, there's, there's an arrived where, you know, not necessarily, I always believe we're not, we haven't totally arrived, but um, like, there's always, you know, another level, but if you look yep. at where you're currently at, right. And the success you've had, obviously in between there, right. It wasn't like this direct, you know, like, no, stop, right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were some challenges, right. So what were some of those challenges that you could share with people? 
Yeah. You know what, when I came out of golf, I think, uh, you know, most people, they look at our professional golfer and you think, oh, you're making a whole bunch of money. You get to play golf for a living. It's a very lavish lifestyle. It's not. Um, that was one of the things I really struggle with is like staying in, uh, shitty hotels. I don't know if I can swear here, crappy hotels. (laughs) Okay. Um, eating shitty food, uh, not doing what I wanted to do. I I just didn't enjoy the the day-to-day grinds of of being a a mini tour pro. Mm -hmm. And when I got out of that, I mean, the first thing that I think everyone looks at is how do I make money? And, uh, I went on a path of, of trying to make a quick buck and, uh, I tried and failed at many different businesses. I went first, obviously my passion was golf. So I'm like, Oh, start an online teaching program and building an online course. Did it created it. No one bought it. I'm like, ah, okay, let's try something else. Uh, I ended up in the car business. I almost, uh, opened a used car dealership because a, a friend of mine had one. He's like, why don't you do the same thing we're doing? We're in-house financing. So we'd be financing to people who otherwise couldn't get a car loan. Mm-hmm. We would be the people to finance it for them. That fell through, failed at that. Uh, I got in the hotel industry. Um, I was serving and bartending on the side to make some cash. I did so many things that uh, in a short period of uh, a short span that failed. And I, and I looked at myself and I, I really, for a while, Daniel, I was like, can I do this? Like, this is wild. Should I just go get a job? And it was really from kind of my, my family and my father uh, pushing me, telling me like, this is a part of it. You just have to keep learning and and bettering yourself. And uh, there was a key moment in my life where, you know, things weren't going the way I wanted them to go up until that point, everything had been linear for me, like did well in school, was a good athlete, made it to a certain level, played professionally, like everything was going according to plan. And it's the first time I faced some adversity in my life and I failed and I didn't know how to deal with it, but I started to just go back and say, okay, what made me successful as an athlete? And it was consistency. It was learning from others. It was being able to get a coach, um, putting in the time, realizing that, you know, the, the, the work I put in now, I'm not going to see for a year. So I had experience dealing with that. And that's why to this day, I always say that athletes and people who used to be in the military make the best entrepreneurs. They just have it. Everything's instilled in them. And, you know, uh, once I started to realize that I'm not the smartest person in the world, I don't have all the answers. I need to go and find those answers and learn from other people. Uh, that's when things really started to kick for me. And, even then didn't see results right away. Um, but I knew I was on the right path and and much like in sports and probably people listening and yourself, sometimes you don't see the results, but you know, you're on the right path and you just have to have that belief in yourself that you're going to follow through and succeed with it. And, and that's what I did. I just continued to put in the work. I continue to put in the work and that's really what, uh, I think makes anyone successful probably hearing from you too. Yeah, definitely. So, so as you're uh, sharing that, I was thinking about like, you know, obviously being in the, in the tour circuit, you know, playing golf, right? Yeah. Um, did you win every tournament? Uh, did I? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I wish. Yeah, right. But, you know, <laughs> but I think it's a lot, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you said a few things there that were really awesome because you were talking about how the skill sets it took for you to have success there, right? At whatever level it was, right? You, you obviously put a lot of time, sweat, tears into it to get there, right? It's the same thing in business and in life and relationships, right? Is you know, you got to put the time in, right? And it's not going to all be perfect. Um, and like you said, like we're not the smartest guys in, in, in the bunch, you know, and I measure that by like some of the conversations I get to have with people. I always sit there and think like, how did I even get on this call? Like, 
<laughs> like I'm, I'm the dumbest guy, definitely the dumbest guy here. Right. And I was like, then I know I'm in the right place. Right. Cause I don't want to sure. be the dumbest guy. Right. So, um, and, and that's how successful things are built, getting the right people around you that are smarter than us. Right. That know how to do things that we don't know how to do, or we probably should not be spending our time doing Right. For sure. And, and, and entrepreneurship is a, is a funny game, right? Like anyone can wake up in the morning and just say, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm going to start a business. And you can't do that with sports, right? Like you can't wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to go play golf or I'm going to play basketball or I, you know, I want to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I want to be a hockey guy. Like it takes work. So understanding that, and, and that was really an eye opener for me when someone told me that. And then that's when I knew, okay, I am a true beginner at this. Let's, let's take this as though I'm a beginner and uh and have that beginner's mindset and you know based on the people that i've had a chance to speak to you probably hear this as well even athletes amazing athletes that i've met they all have a beginner's mindset they're just trying to get better and right. they let the results speak for themselves they're very process driven in what they do right definitely and you know as you're sharing that it just i had that vision of did you happen to watch the super bowl for sure. I'm a big sports guy. So any yeah. sports I definitely watched. Yeah. So just that, that one play with Mahomes, you know, horizontal, you know, that, mm -hmm. that guy dropped, you know, that should be fired. <laughs> but yeah, but, but for him to be able to throw that ball like that and still hit the guy in the face, you know, it was like, that was incredible. But you know, it was that, that, that accuracy and just that commitment to always improving and being able to take risks you know, putting something like that out there. Right. So yeah, it's things that it's things you don't see. Like even uh, Tom Brady, who won a seven Super Bowl, he played in a charity uh, golf tournament uh, a month before. And, and he showed up a couple hours early and was actually doing wind sprints on the golf course. And someone went up to him and was like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm trying to win a Super Bowl here. And it's just like, that's the mentality that like, I'm like, that's, that's what you need because it doesn't matter what he does. He'll succeed in no matter what it is because he has that mentality. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So that's a, that's a key thing. Obviously uh, one of the questions I always like to ask, but I think we kind of touched on it. You can elaborate on it is, sure. you know, um, is sharing like the top, you know, the top things that you would, you know, uh, tell people to say, look, if you're, if you just started your business or you're in this transition from one career to another, right. And you're starting, you know, starting out, you know, what would be some of the things you would tell people? Yeah, it's looking at looking at what you so I'm very uh, results driven and and having outcome goals and then performance goals to match those. So I would first and foremost say, what do you want out of life? Like, what do you want your life to look like? Mm -hmm. And how? And then looking at where your life is now, and it's very difficult to be truly honest with yourself because oftentimes you look at where you want to be and where you are, and there's such a wide gap. But you need to understand what that gap is. And then you need to look at yourself and say, what habits, what daily routines, what are the things that I do that have got me where I am? Because where I am isn't where I want to be. And then it's learning to replace the daily habits, the daily thoughts, your scheduling, uh, coaches, anything in your life. It's, it's learning to take what you have and transition it into more of a, a winner's mindset. So it's taking those habits, turning them from negative to positive. And then the biggest thing is people can do that. People can very easily change those habits. We see it with people who work out. They work out for a month. We see it January 1st, they get in the gym, they quit. Consistency is so key. And the, the real secret, I, I don't know if this is a secret, but all I can speak on is myself is what, what drives me is my end result. It, it's the very first important thing that I mentioned about having a vision for your life. It, it's looking at your yourself in the mirror when you wake up in the morning. It's like, where, what do I want to achieve? What am I working towards? 
and on days that you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to get up, or you don't want to make those phone calls. That's what pushes you forward. And if you can create that consistency, replace those habits, have that vision, you'll end up with the results. It's very process driven, but that's what I would say. Just look at where you want to be, where you are, and then how do we match your lifestyle to get you there? Right. Okay. Perfect. I love it. Right. Definitely a lot of alignment there. Right. <laughs> For sure. Right. Great stuff. So um, when we, when we look at uh, the, uh, the journey you know, of what you've done, like, and this is, I think, a common problem for entrepreneurs, and I call, I call it entrepreneurial ADD, right, mm -hmm. where we go down this path of, like, we think we're on the right track, and then we see something else, and it's like this shiny object, and mm -hmm. then we start pursuing that, and it takes us from our core, like, have you ever experienced any of that on your journey? You know what I have? Um, I will say, though, having entrepreneurial ADD is, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, There's so many people that, that told me that, you know, you have to focus on one thing, like, what is, what is the one thing you're good at Colin? Right. Um, and I looked for that for a long time and, and I struggled to find that. I didn't understand what that meant. Um, because I didn't, I mean, sports had been my passion. So me trying to find something else I was passionate about, I was like, I don't know what I want to do here. Um, so I believe in, in trying new things. I don't think you have to pigeonhole yourself ever to think that this is what I do. This is who I am. I think you can be diverse in anything that you do. And, and that's really what I am. I mean, people ask me what I do. I'm like, I do a lot. I'm, I'm very diverse and uh, all of it profits because I'm very business focused. So um, I'm looking for different revenue streams in different places. Right. But I don't believe that because I'm a, a podcaster, because I'm a business guy, that's all I have to do. Uh, I believe you can be different things and have different buckets. Awesome. I truly do. That's some great advice, you know, because a lot of times, you know, like you said, if you try and pigeonhole yourself in the one, one specific area, you're missing out on potential opportunities. Right? Yeah. And you have so many different interests in your life, you know, like uh, I'm 30, I'm young, you know, mm -hmm. like I still consider myself young, but I was at 28, I had different interests than I do now at, at 25. I had different interests at 28. I'm sure at 32. And I'm sure you experienced that as well. I, I don't ever want to put myself in a place where, you know, I'm a, I'm a, this guy. It's like, you know what, in two years, if I have a different passion, I want to be able to pursue that. And I feel like at least for where I am right now, I have, I have multiple passions in my life. One being sports, one being business, um, one being just, uh, understanding people. And I feel like everything that I do fills those buckets up. And, and as I evolve as a human, I want to be able to consistently fill another bucket up and, and maybe in a year's time, uh, what I do in one area, I, I leave off. I don't have any emotional attachment to what I do. Uh, I just look at what, do, what am I interested in? Does it profit? How can it profit? And how can I work towards it? And if it does, I'm all in on it. Like that, that's simple as that. Right. Okay. So what's yeah. the, um, you, you touched on the vision piece. So what's your life vision? Like, what is it? What is it you're, you know, you're imagining 30, 40 years down the lane? Yeah. So, I mean, difficult. I always say like difficult to look 30, 40 right. years down the world. Cause right. like I said, my, my life could change, but, um, I truly for myself right now, what we're working for, uh, in our family is, uh, to live on a lake. Um, to grow our own, our own fruits and vegetables. Uh, we have a dog, which we absolutely love to be able to provide her just an unbelievable yard. I mean, that's something that I look at. And then uh, we want a secondary 
home somewhere warm, somewhere, you know, like Florida where we can go and, and play some golf in the wintertime when it gets nasty here in the winter, which we do not like, even though, even though as a Canadian you get to play some hockey and things like that, uh, we like the warm weather. It's a little too long in our opinion, uh, winter wise. So, um, and then we want to, to make as big of a positive impact on other people's lives as possible. So every decision that I do, every new project that I put on, I, I look and say, does it make a positive impact in other people's life? Is the answer is no, I simply don't do it. Right. Okay. And that's awesome because you, you just shared, obviously, a number of different areas that touched on multiple categories, everything from family all the way through to, you know, life and impact, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think a lot of times maybe you've experienced this where you have conversations and people aren't clear on what they actually want, right? And they 100%. And they stay in this uh, perpetual cycle of, you know, not, not getting any results because they're not clear. They think they might be clear, but they're not, you know, actually really uh, as clearly defined as knowing exactly. Like even, I was like to share this, uh, is the, the home I live in, I knew was mine when I was on the 14th tee and I teed off and I looked over and I looked at my brother-in-law. I said, that's my house. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Mm -hmm. that looks a little too big and i was like that's my house i don't know how i'm gonna pull it off it's mine right <laughs> it was like and it took me nine months to make it happen right yep once i got clear on it right and i think there's much power in that like just what you share like you, you clearly define them here's what i want for my family here's what i want for my life like it's it's powerful when you have that because we have that clear intention you know, it works for me sometimes. I often say on the golf course, like, you know, I do this more often, right? Like, yeah, golf's a different game. Yeah. 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 I was like, I would visualize it. Sometimes it would go where I visualize it going. Other times it was off, right? And I'm like, all right, something's out of alignment, right? So. <laughs> yeah, there was a, you know, I'll share with you a, a funny story I just, uh, I just read. And it was of a gentleman who, who took an SAT test um, and ended up with like a 2,400. So ended up getting a, a scholarship to Harvard, went to Harvard, succeeded. He found out 25 years later that they messed up his SAT score. He didn't score 2,400. He scored 1,400. Um, but what he said at that moment was the minute he got that result back, he never thought of himself as a smart guy. And at that moment, he said, I am a smart guy. And it completely changed his mentality. And like that from that one little result, like all of a sudden he transformed himself overnight into being that person. And I think if, if, if that's a true story, which it is, anybody can do that. Like anybody can do that. So that's what, uh, that's what I look at little stories like that. I'm like, wow, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is, that is a cool story. I like that. You know, and, and it's, uh, you know, interesting to see like supposedly the smartest people that are running these tests made a mistake. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So good stuff. So, um, so from the perspective of, uh, you know, where you're clear in your vision and where you want to go and, and all of that and the impact you're having. Right. So, uh, with your show and you know, now you now have the golf show, show as well that you started, right? Um, what's the process that you go through? Because I got to imagine being a golf, you're a little detail oriented, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a specific process that, um, that you went through to clearly define, okay, this is the, you know, this is the thing I'm doing when you start at the entrepreneurial podcast and, you know, when you started the golf one to help people identify some things that, you know, uh, they may be struggling with, like, what do I talk about? What do I do? Like, you know, and that kind of stuff. So within a within a podcast setting, say? Yeah, let's well, say in a podcast setting, obviously it applies across the board in other areas, but you know, how did you clearly define that for you? Right. When yeah, we said this is what I'm doing, but I don't know what to do next. Yeah, I mean, uh, so that took me a while, but 
uh, say for a podcast setting and this, this relates to, to anything else. Uh, it's kind of a, a repeat here, but it, it bodes true. No matter what you do is starting with success criteria. Like you have to understand why am I doing what I'm doing? What are the results I want to see long-term? And then what are the metrics that we need to hit short-term in order to continue to see that growth to work towards our goals? So that, that takes a while to build out. It takes some thought and understanding of, of what you're doing. Um, and then from that, I mean, you have to look at, uh, say for a podcast, say you're either going to have something that's educational, or you're going to have something that's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like really there's no in between on that. Like right. it's either entertaining or it's educational. Right. So on one hand with the, with the business podcast, I went educational. And on the other hand, I went entertaining and on each of those, you have different nuances, but it's very similar to understand, okay, who do I want to listen to this show? Like, like who is the ideal listener? Who is your ideal client? And really building out that profile to understand completely who they are, because it makes so much, it makes a big difference, especially say in podcasting, most people think I only make money through sponsorships there. That's a complete myth. I mean, I made money before I had my thousandth download. Um, And that's just understanding business, which I'm sure you do as well. It's just a business and I treated it as such, but you don't know, you can't do that unless you have clearly defined success criteria and understand who you want to listen or who you want to be your customer and then building out your content to be able to uh, suffice and really hit home with the person listening. Right. Okay. That's awesome. So if you, if you were to look at um, now you've, you know, you've reached the level, how many shows have you done so far? Just- I have, Oh, geez. Almost 700 total. Okay. That's awesome. So if you look at this one perspective, like when you, when you were preparing for golf, right. For an outing, right. Mm -hmm. How many balls would you hit? Before a tournament? Yeah. So I'll break it down. So I would hit, uh, I'd be out on the range for a minimum of two hours a day. Uh, but within that I had purposeful practice. So there's a difference between just hitting balls and then actually being able to put purpose behind that. So it probably took me two buckets in two hours. I would chip and putt for hours too. I'd be out on the golf course for eight hours a day. Uh, that's probably what I would look at now. Uh, tournament day, uh, you're going to get up a little bit early, have a good breakfast, uh, make sure that your muscles are moving. So you want to get some exercise in, uh, then you show up to the golf course and I would probably show up to the golf course anywhere between an hour and a half to an hour before. So I put in that work uh, just to make sure my body was moving the way I did. So that's kind of the preparation that goes into the before and then the day out, I guess. Yeah. And I, you know, I did, and the reason I asked that is because obviously the consistency, right. And putting the yep. time in, it, it correlates obviously in business and anything we do. Right. So as you've, uh, uh, you know, looked at the amount of time you put in there, right. You know, it's like, for me, it's like the reason you asked me before, you know, I was like, Hey, uh, you know, do you golf? And it's like, well, I live on the golf course, right? Um, I like to golf more, but one of the reasons I don't is because it takes too damn long, right? <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, I got to carve out four hours, then I'm kind of tired because I'm you know, down here, it's a little hotter, right? Yep. Um, the sun, sun gets to you after a while, and it's like, it's beautiful to get out there once in a while, but it's not my, you know, uh, like I'm not passionate enough to get up early and go hit balls for two hours and go, <laughs> and go do that every day and be on the course eight hours a day, right? Obviously, that was your career at the time. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to see. So I want people to hear that or like you know, the consistency, right? If anybody, like you were talking about Brady, any of these successful people in sports, like they put an immense amount of time. What we see is somebody like him consistently winning, right? And they, you don't see all the blood, sweat, and tears they put in, right? And that, you know, it's 100%. like that in business, right? 
it is like that in business. If you want to get better, you have to put in the time. Like it, it takes so much time and it takes, it takes trial and error and it, it takes taking risks, like risks. Another thing, even in sports, the same thing as business, which you learn is you just have to learn how do you calculate the risk? So if you're on a par five, and you're trying to go for the green and two, like, is this the moment to do it? And it's the same thing in business. You look at a business, it's like, do I purchase this? Uh, do I wait? Like, is it the right moment to do it? And being able to think quickly and calculate in your head, uh, very similar in, in sports and business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just thinking of obstacles in golf, like, you know, like lakes for some reason that like my balls, right? <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> right Everything you stand up there, the outfit doesn't feel right. You think you look like a doofish. You tee up your balls. My ball too high is my ball too low. Am I holding the golf club? Right. Look at the trees to my left. Who's watching me. I got the pro shop behind me is my golf bag on. Right. Like there is so much that that's even before I take my first shot. Yeah, right. And that's me who has like a, a extensive knowledge in golf in the <laughs> right. background to everyone else. They are, their mind is in absolute shambles before they stand up there. Right. So yeah. It's probably the same. Now thing I understand big... why everybody's balls wind up in my backyard. A hundred percent. You're like, how does someone hit it over here? Oh, just wait, right. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Um, so as we start to close here, what, what would be one thing? I know you mentioned the one thing you struggled with, but like, what would be one thing you, you know, or the one consistent thing you tell people, you know, that you get to work with, you know, as, as somebody listening to this thinking like, you know, what do I do next? Right. Or what's, you know, how do I, uh, you know, how do I make this transition or how do I do, what would be one specific thing you'd say? This is an absolute must. Uh, no matter what you do, you're in the people business. And uh, you have to realize that every interaction that you have matters. And if you treat everybody with respect and everyone with kindness, no matter where they are, it doesn't matter if they have more than you or less than you. Uh, I used to put myself uh, and put people on a scale based on money. You know, someone had more money. I thought they were more successful. So I'd listen to them. Um, but what you don't realize is people coming up from behind who maybe don't have that right now, who will get there. And if you treat everyone the same way and you really put, you take ownership of that and you make sure that every interaction you have when someone talks to you is a positive one and it's a genuine one, like you know that they listen to you and they could feel that you actually mean what you're saying, that will take you further than anything else. Because no matter what you do, you're in the people business and you cannot get far alone. Uh, people will help you go over the top. Love it. Yeah, that's that's perfect right so so how do people find out more about you yeah if you want to uh you can connect with me on my website it's columnmorgan.biz column with one l you could follow me on instagram i have linkedin tiktok whatever you want to do but all of it's on my website right pick your platform of choice right absolutely okay. well i appreciate you being here colin i appreciate you taking the time to share with people there's lots of great nuggets in that and uh just really appreciate you taking the time to be here Appreciate your time, man. Love what you're doing with the show. I know how much work it takes. If you're listening and you like what Daniel's doing, man, give him some love. Hit the like button. Subscribe to his show. Leave him a rating and review. Honestly, it helps so much. Daniel, I appreciate you having me. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.